Welcome, everyone, to episode 343 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well. Uh, no Corey this week. Corey uh, let us know. what Was it late last night that was he was going to be out of town yeah. and not going to be on this week's episode? He big-timed us last night is what he did. Yep. yep. Uh, and After demanding that we come up with a show idea. <laughs> yes. He was. Yeah. Of course we didn't. And uh, <laughs> we all ignored him. Why he, probably while he bailed. Yeah, he's probably like, screw it. So tonight's topic is going to be about Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite just just came out, right? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I think, think it's it, been out for a little bit. Was it in early access? Because I thought I saw somewhere it's now available on PC, Xbox One. Are these the PS4. things I'm supposed to know for a Fortnite I don't know. episode? Doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm, I think you know it's how in early access. That's still. Okay. Oh, uh, but we have, we have two guests on the show. Uh, guests for the first time in... It's been a long time, hasn't it? It has been a long time, and guests that have been mentioned on this podcast. Yes, they have quite, quite frequently. So we have Jeff. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Who I've known, known for a while, and then we have Showtime. Yep. Welcome, Showtime. Hey, boys. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, they, they play Fortnite frequently with Eric, so they are going to be leading the main segment. Uh, I have not played at all. Will's played a little bit, so he might be able to chime in. I have a few questions I want to ask about it. So. Okay. Um, that's going to be the main topic. Anyone have any they, anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? Uh, yeah, actually, I've been playing Dynasty Warriors 9. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually currently playing it right now. Nice. But I don't know how much I'll get into it because I have no idea what I've even been doing in this game. Mm-hmm. I Kill played, lots of enemies. Yeah, yeah, hacking and slashing. I played Celeste. Mm-hmm. And I played a very, very little bit of Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battles. Okay, that's it. Um, I also played Celeste. I bought oh, it a few did. years ago, and I haven't started it, but I started it today, and I probably played an hour. Oh, so I'll good. talk a little bit about that. <clears throat> nice, um, Jeff. Showtime. You guys have anything you want to talk about for later on in the episode? Every time, every time I try to play something besides Fortnite, Showtime texts me to play Fortnite. So okay. only, only oh, no. Fortnite for this week, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that's accurate. That's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get into it. Let's let's talk about Fortnite. Yeah, I'll let, Eric, I'll let you. I'll let you take it away and kind of kind of run the segment. Sure. <laughs> uh, so Fortnite, for those that don't know, the the only mode that we play is the battle royale mode. Uh, yeah. A because it's free, yep. and B because it's awesome. Yeah, the um, single player thing is di- is different. That's a different. It's almost money. like a it's a different game. Yeah, yeah, well, it is, and yeah. I literally know nothing about the single player. Yeah. So you will hear nothing about that tonight. Um, but yeah, so it's a it's a battle royale mode. One hundred uh, men and women enter the fray, and you know, you can do solo, you can do duo, or you can do squad, which is up to four people. Um, if you don't have four people, like a lot of times it'll be the three of us, or, you know, uh, you can autofill with a random teammate from online, and that can sometimes work out for you. It has for us, actually, in the past, or sometimes they don't follow you at all, and you're 
at three people and doesn't make any difference. So, um, yeah, so those are the, the game modes that we can play. Um, so when you start out, you start out on this bus and there's this giant map and you drop in and there's kind of a learning curve. Well, actually, it's a very big learning curve with the game because a, you don't just starting out, you don't really know where to go. Um, so it was nice for me personally. And I think you guys would agree having, um, our, our friend Vito, who we play with had played quite a bit. Uh, so he kind of gave us the lay of the land with where to drop in the map and, uh, kind of where to find chests that would have good weapons, Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where you start out. You find a place on the map where you want to drop in. Go ahead. Oh, I, think- I think I'd still be lost without Vito. So, you know, it's oh, yeah. Yeah. Around, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So you drop in, uh, you find, basically it's just a big scrum at the beginning. You start with nothing except like a pickaxe and you find buildings or, um, you know, uh, different scenery around that you can go in and hopefully find chests that have good weapons in them. So the weapons can range from, um, there's there's different colors of these weapons too. There's pistols, uh, submachine guns, assault rifles, um, sniper rifles, grenade launcher, rocket launcher. Mm, then there's grenades like the boogie bomb, which if you throw it at people, oh. everybody that's in the, the <laughs> area of effect just starts dancing. So they can't it's a terrible anything. part of the game. <laughs> And you can you can throw it at your own teammates. So yes. Oh, nice. And that that's like uh, Heroes of the Storm has something similar, doesn't it? One of the heroes has an ability that does that creates like a dance floor. Oh yeah, DTC. Oh yeah, DTC yeah. does that. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's smoke grenades, regular grenades. Um, is there any other weapons that I'm missing? Did you say shotguns? Shotguns, yeah, shotguns. So, you know, you have your long range, your mid range, and your short range. But within those, there's there's different uh, classes of them. Basically, there's the, the basic gray, which is kind of the low power. There's green, um, blue, purple, and yellow. Um, and ye- the yellow and purple are both scars for the assault rifles, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so they look a little bit different. High powered, and then they also have um, long range assault rifles with scopes on them. Um, I guess we can kind of go around and talk about what we like to use as far as weapons go. I personally like the assault rifle best, but I, I love when I can find a sniper rifle to pair with it or a scope. Um, I'm terrible with the close range weapons, so if I get in a close range fight, I'm pretty much screwed. Um, Jeff? Yeah, no, I'm definitely with you there. I mean, if you have an assault rifle, I feel like that's kind of the go-to for pretty much any battle you're going to be in. You want the assault rifle. Um, I also like the sniper, but I'm terrible with it. So I can't shoot anybody, not even close. Like, I mean, it's, it's pretty embarrassing, uh, how bad I am with the sniper, but, but definitely like the sniper. I like the pistols actually quite a bit for, for close range because, they're really accurate. You know what I mean? Like you can really hone in on someone's on the headshot and, and hit them with a bunch of pistol shots. Uh, but I would say one of my favorite things in the game weapons or, or items wise is, is probably the legendary bush. Oh so can, yeah. <laughs> Showtime's not a fan of the bush, but you get the well, bush. Gonna, we'll get into the bush. <laughs> we'll get more. We'll okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strategy. No, you're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. So I'll, I Any will, I'm will teasing do. the bush then we'll, we'll get to the bush, but uh, yeah. the old bush about, days, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Showtime, what about you, weapons-wise? Well, I think so. You have um, you have five slots where you can carry things. And oh, yeah, having yeah. the assault rifle gives you a lot more versatility. So if you don't have an assault rifle, it's like, well, you better have a sniper for long range. You better have a submachine gun or shotgun for close range. And, you know, so that's going to take away a slot. But 
Yeah, definitely assault rifle. What I don't like, the assault rifle with a scope, I don't have much of a use for that. Um, you know, I'd much rather use a sniper than a scoped assault rifle, unless you're just using it to look around. But I probably won't use a spot on that. But definitely assault rifle. And it kind of it kind of changes. Like, I went through a phase where I was getting a lot of kills with a submachine gun. Now I can't kill anybody with a submachine gun. I like mm-hmm. the shotgun better. So, I don't know, kinda, it kind of comes in phases for me like that. But definitely the assault rifle, that'd be the first thing I would... Uh, look for and right now i like the burst too so if you're further yeah, away sometimes I carry, yeah. yeah so i you know if you're further away the burst i think is a lot more accurate to get uh more damage if you're close close range not so much but sometimes i'll carry in a, a burst and a regular assault rifle but the problem is they take the same ammo so i'll only do that if i have if we've maybe killed a guy and we've got more ammo than we normally would but that's the only time that i would do that but i agree with jeff about the pistols the pistols definitely have a purpose you know you can if you get one of the purple or gold pistols you can uh you know that's definitely a good way to go mm-hmm. and some of the pistols can be um silenced too which is nice mm-hmm. um, yeah. but you brought up a good point that i didn't touch on which was the inventory management um that kind of plays a part in the game too because like he said you only have five slots so there's also um <clears throat> there is healing so you can get med kits or bandages there are shields um, there's small shields, large shields, or what they just added, which is a chug jug. The chug jug gives you full health and full shield, bringing you to 200 hit points. Yeah. Uh, but the catch with the chug jug is it takes, was it 15 seconds to drink it? <clears throat> yeah. yeah, 15 yeah, yeah, seconds. Yeah. Yeah, also, so you, like got the, uh, you got the slurp oh. juice, too. Yeah, and slurp juice, which kind of builds over good. time. And on um, the contrary, like the slurp juice only takes, I think, two, maybe three seconds. I yeah. think it's two, though. So if, even if you're like in a battle, you can take that real quick. Yeah. You know? So you do have to kind of manage your inventory and decide, you know, who's going to take which which weaponry. Um, but it's it's very team oriented because a lot there'll be sometimes where somebody will hit a jackpot in a chest and come out with a couple of really good weapons, and somebody else might just get absolute shit from a chest because um, you're never guaranteed anything out of a chest. You could come away with, you know, a handful of smoke grenades and a shield and you have no gun. Um, so you really do have to, to cooperate as far as spreading out uh, weapons. Um, and also the ammunition, um, the ammunition plays a big part in it too, because, you know, if you get a rocket launcher, but you haven't found any rockets, you have one shot and that's pretty useless, especially for me. Cause I can't use the damn thing. Um, <clears throat> so let's talk a little bit about the shooting. You guys have played shooters before. Uh, one of the complaints I know, at least one of our listeners has said, one of the reasons he doesn't like Fortnite is because the shooting doesn't feel very good. Um, and I would agree with that. I mean, it's certainly not the most crisp of shooters that I've ever played in my life. Um, it's got a different feel. It's one of those games, I wouldn't call it bad. I think you just kind of have to get used to it. And then once you get the hang of it, um, you know, if you went back and played like a, like a Destiny that has super something tight. super sharp shooting, you would be yeah. like, "Oh man, uh, Fortnite's got pretty fucking awful shooting." But <laughs> that's uh, how that's how I felt <laughs> when I played Planet Side too. Yeah, like it's it just felt imprecise compared yeah. to other other shooters that I was playing. But once you get the hang of it, like you know, it is what it is. You just kind of it's it's an acquired taste, kind of like mm-hmm. Coors Light at first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think one. I agree with one, that. Uh, I do agree with that. I think the one big thing that I've noticed is the bullets travel like much slower than if you're yeah. playing like Call of Duty or something. So if you're if you have the sniper rifle out, you'll take a shot, and it's like you can actually see the bullet like go yeah. across you know the map to hit the guy. So you got to account for that. So I I definitely wouldn't say it's bad, 
it's certainly different. Like, uh, I play a lot of Call of Duty, and, like, that's a big... It's tough for me to jump back and forth between the two games because it's so different. Eric, we were doing that for a while, where we played Fortnite and yeah, we got on Call yeah. of Duty, and uh, I wouldn't fare too well doing that. So, yeah, it's um, it's definitely different, but once you get the hang of it, I don't think it's bad. No. I feel like I feel like it's one of those things, too, where, like, night by night, it changes so much. Like, some, yes, nights, I agree some with, nights... I agree with that. I am absolutely on, and I'm, like, hitting everything that I'm shooting at, and then some nights, I mean, I couldn't hit a broad side of the barn. Like, I couldn't be shooting worse. Well, we've been know? there with FIFA before. I was, I was oh, just yeah, going to yeah, say yeah, that. Sure. That's kind of yeah. your MO, so I don't know if that's really <laughs> fair to tag the game with that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I tag, personal issue. I tag, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tag FIFA with that as well. Yeah, that's fair. No, I completely agree with that. Uh, the last time we played, I could tell, like, from the first one or two games that it just was not going to be my <laughs> night and i was going to be pretty useless yeah you know but, early you absolutely oh, know early yeah, whether yeah. or not it's gonna yeah whether it's gonna work or not no you know so <clears throat> that's kind of the, the game in a nutshell as far as you know what there is to do so the 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 main goal is to be the final survivor, whether it's your whole team or one person on your team. So say we've got a team of four in and as usual, Showtime and Jeff have dropped out early because they ran into the castle too fast. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still hanging around, you know, it's accurate, still it's hanging around. Accurate. Yep. Uh, if I was to outlast the other 96 competitors, our whole team would get a victory and you can, you can watch it. So, and it's actually really fun to watch considering how much uh, there's walking sometimes, there is. If, if I'm having a bad night, I, I almost like, I'm not going to say I prefer that, but that's just <laughs> as much fun, you know, sticking around and watching. The end. Yeah. Yeah. And it can get very intense. Um, and it's cool too, because you can, you can give pointers to the person. Like, so, well, if, good for instance, the other night, this exact thing happened. That's why I said it. And I was running towards the, the goal we'll call it. And I ran through this cabin and I did not see this guy who was crouched down in the cabin. I just fucking ran right by him. And both of them were like, Eric, you just ran by the guy. What are you doing? So, you know, I turned around and luckily I came out on top in that battle. Cause he didn't see me run by at first either. So he was probably thinking, what the fuck is this guy doing? When Eric, when Eric says run by means like run, like, like touching knees with the guy, like as he passes him. <laughs> Not like it's kind of like sword fight going. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. So anyway, the goal is to survive and be the last team or member of your team standing. Uh, And how it works is it starts out with the whole map is available to you. And the longer the match goes, the map shrinks down to an area and the rest of the map gets filled with, with what's called the storm. And if you get caught in the storm, it drains your health. So what it does is it forces everybody down to one small area of the map. And that's kind of what keeps the progression of the match going, you know, to push people to eventually engage in combat. Um, And and with that, I'll kind of lead into our technique, if you will, or strategy. (laughs) I don't uh, call it a strategy. (laughs) Yeah, well, our strategy is to avoid all contact at any cost until we absolutely have to get in a gunfight. It's, as Jeff uh, so wisely put it earlier, it's the most cowardly tactic (laughs) that you could use. But... It's it's successful. It works. Because yeah. It works. Yeah. What we do, we'll get, we'll find, we'll find like I, I guess the the most I guess I would call it like the most boring way around the circle to enter where we feel like nobody is going to be, 
It's a genius, real genius move, really. <laughs> that is um, genius, actually. And then when we get in the circle, into the the area of combat, we often will try to just do what we call finding a bush. And there are bushes <laughs> strewn about the map yeah. that you can hide in. So we right. have to find an area that has, you know, three or four bushes available. Yeah. And uh, I'll let Jeff explain what he was talking about earlier with his favorite bush or his favorite item, the bush. Well, well, yeah, no, I would say honestly about his 70... favorite bush. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would say about 75% of any given match of Fortnite we're playing. I'm hiding in a bush. Oh, uh-huh. Fortnite's gotta be my top bush simulator on the market yeah. at this time you know so yeah you spend so much time in the bush but so if you can't find a bush another option you have is you might find one of these items which is called a legendary bush right and you can essentially just put like i don't even know you pull a bush out of thin air essentially and you could just run around with the bush so you can start sneaking around the map but you are you look like a bush basically for the map you can't get nice. rid of it it is oh, attached yeah. to oh, yeah, you yeah, are yeah. now a bush. You oh. are a bush and not a person right. anymore. Wow. If you get shot if you get shot, so you get hit for some damage, the bush goes away. But right. you yourself can't do anything to get rid of the bush. So once you have it, you're locked in. You're in it. You're in the bush. By the way, can I bush. just say showtime keeps going farther and farther down. <laughs> I can see his eyes. It started <laughs> off and see like his chin, and now it's going to just keep further. <laughs> I was looking for a bottle opener to be honest, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, so but... so that's that's usually our strategy and you know uh jeff was saying before uh, we started recording too he goes we combined have all played way too much fortnite and won far too many games <laughs> to still be hiding every freaking match to hope that we don't see anybody and we outlast and hope that everybody else kills each other well it's, a, it's I, think, I think we've slightly i'm gonna you know <laughs> keyword being slightly evolved from that like we were playing a lot last night where we'll go and try to hit like a house next to the castle and then we'll say like well while people are still trying to gather themselves in the castle finding weapons mm-hmm. like we'll go and attack them we do that you know like we do that a lot yeah, um sure. so it's just about we're not we're definitely not the point where we just like go and try to kill anybody we see no. but we do engage i would say in a smart way usually we yeah. engage mm-hmm we we definitely try to be passive and then right. engage in a way where we have the upper hand. We'll certainly wait for the upper hand if we yeah. can. Well, yeah, that's and the, and that's big too because if you can right, like if you engage at the right time and you do kill guys, mm-hmm. they've got a ton of ammo. They've got the good guns. Right. All the guns that mm-hmm. they found now become your guns, right? right? So I mean, really, if you can pick and your spots supplies. and pick the right spots, it's it's definitely beneficial for for your long term survival. Isn't isn't that times, in the the isn't that in the art of war to engage your enemy when they're when it's oh, most yeah. advantageous exactly, to you? Exactly sure. right, there right, yeah. There you go. And so that's a part of the strategy, right? <laughs> so something we haven't touched on is the building aspect of Fortnite, and and I think the reason we haven't touched on that is because we don't use it very much. I was uh, gonna ask because everybody that I know that plays like says building is very important. It, well, it is <laughs> to the players who are advanced. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll say I think, go ahead. I, I, I think that uh, building is super important. If you're getting shot at, especially if you don't know where it's coming from, you can quickly, like, you can hit, you know, you can hit, like, B on your controller if you're playing on Xbox and just start building. You can build, like, as quick as they're shooting. So if they're shooting, you can just, you know, make them waste ammo, especially early in the game when they don't have a lot of ammo. So I think in that sense, we've started to build more, and that's worked out well. 
Then you've got like the aspect of building like a fort at the end of the game. So there's like two very different things. I think yeah. if you don't build at all, you're kind of screwed. But I mean, we've won. I think I just I think I have 46 wins and zero <laughs> of those we've built at the end. So I mean, but, oh no. yeah, yeah. But, but he's counting. Like, not build though, forts. So, that is yeah. not part of our repertoire. No. And and the the reason I don't get involved in that is because my brain at 34 no. years of age and fat it just doesn't <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> compute quick enough to my hands to be able to say okay I need to build a bunch of stairs okay now I need to build a bunch of floors okay now I need to build walls and now I need a roof I can't physically no. do no. that fast enough where it makes it worth it yeah whereas you have enough muscle memory to know you got to shoot the other guy. Yeah, pretty. I just hope for the best bush possible and yep. hope that I get to jump on them. Well, you've got you've got fight, flight, or build, and it's yeah. usually flight for us. We oh, usually yeah. just take off first, first choice. We just scatter, just scatter at all times. Lots of zigging yeah. and zagging. So, so building's me, a last resort. Uh, it's no yeah. resort. No Unless resort. Vito, Vito, Vito builds sometimes. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> he can build yeah. a little bit. I'm decent at like building stairs up a hill, you know. Or something like that, but I, don't ask me to to build anything else. I well, I think the other thing is like you know, let's say I also at the end of games, I think there's usually a better option, maybe just for the way that we play. But say like you know, I don't know, say we're playing uh, duos. Jeff and I are playing duos, and there's six people left total. So there's you know, uh, two other two other pairs. Uh, the, you know, we'll kind of like if you're in a good spot, you can kind of hide hide behind like a hill a little bit, and they'll see each other, and then you can kind of like uh, go around the back. As soon as you start building. You obviously give your spot away, so I think usually you you can um, usually there's a better option. I think unless you're out in the open, totally like no trees, no hills or anything, no mountains, then maybe. And we've definitely gotten hurt by that before. But I think nine yeah. times out of ten, we usually I mean there's usually a better option for us. Maybe that's because we don't we like don't know how to build really. So <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> so that's possible as well. So let's uh, let me ask uh, Showtime. We'll start with you. What about Fortnite has drawn you in so much? Uh, what draws me in is when you're when you get towards the end of a game. Like I haven't played a video game where you get like that jacked up. Like we just yeah. said, like if there's six people left, but even though you know we got a bunch of wins, you still get like really amped up. When we play like FIFA or anything else, it's nice, but you like doesn't get like the heart rate going like yeah. that, I guess. But uh, and it's always like. It's like you said, like there's times when the three of us will be playing, and, you know, uh, Jeff and Eric die early and I'm alive by myself and I get to win. But uh, usually it's a nice Happen. team win, which is nice. You know, like we usually, uh, you know, we usually have have a nice team win where like everybody got like one kill for the last squad. And I think it's more satisfying when you win. Yeah, and yeah, wins are rare to come alive. by. So, yeah, uh, I think it's a great point that you brought up, though. Uh, I joked earlier about when they died and I stayed alive. I actually did not win, but the same thing happened the next game where Jeff and I died and Showtime stayed alive and he actually stayed alive and won the match. Um, And it was just as fun. Like, you know, maybe not the entirety of it, watching him run around, but like, you know, helping him kind of guiding him around and giving our, our input. And then when it got down to it at the end of the match and, you know, part of the fun is trying to figure out, you know, it says there's five guys left. Okay. How many of these guys are still on a team together? Are they going to engage each other in mm-hmm. a spot where, you know, it would be advantageous for him to kind of come in later and pick somebody off. Um, you're still very so, much part of the game, even if yeah, you're not the one alive. Yeah. And like you said, even though we weren't, physically playing it you still get like super jacked up and just pumped when you get that win 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the biggest piece for me is, <clears throat> like, when you get the win, when you get that final kill, it just the game immediately stops, yeah. and, like, right on the screen, it just pops up and says, number one, victory royale. And, like, the only thing I can liken it to is, like, back in, like, high school, like, playing sports or something like that, playing, like, hockey or soccer or something, and what you score a like? goal. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when you scored a goal, there was just, like, like, I was the idiot in hockey, like, when I was score, which didn't happen often, but when I scored my hands would instantly go up. It was like a muscle-like reaction. You know what I mean? It was like a knee-jerk reaction. And every single time we win in Fortnite, I immediately go, and this is just like a subconscious thing, I go, victory royale, victory royale, victory royale. I just say it every single time. I can't stop saying it. It sure does, yeah. Because it's just like this like like rush. Like, you know what I mean? It really is. You get like super amped up right at the end of the game. And then when you finally get that last kill, it's just like, you know, you, you finally, you did it, so... Yeah. I think that's the piece that, like, for me, that keeps drawing me back is is when we do get wins, and they they really don't come around that often. But they're not too far, not they're not too few and far between where where we don't get them that much. Yeah, and I would say, you know, same thing for me too. Um, and I also, Jeff, have kind of a, I guess you could call it a tick when we win that I can't really control. I immediately jump off the couch and give the old fist pump in the yes! air. Yes. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, I stand up every single time. There's, there's, yeah. it has not been a single time we've won where I've sat down through it. No, and there's many a times when we've ended a game with a win, and I'm, or, or you know, a loss when we were like the second to last team, and I'm like physically shaking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. It's usually pretty late at night when we play, and yeah. you, you literally can't go to bed. It's hard to go to bed so after. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, I think uh, I think Fortnite has been an unexpected addition to my gaming, uh, I don't know, my gaming habit. I certainly didn't expect to, to like the game as much as I did, but I'm glad that Vito has, has introduced us to it. because <laughs> it, I think It's we've probably the time. only shooter game where, like, I'm way more into how the team, like, if we get, if, you know, if we win and I got zero kills, I'm way more pumped than if I got, like, six yeah. kills and we lost as well as like call of duty like i i'm a little more selfish i'm like i'd rather have like a good game than sure. you know whether the team lo- wins or loses because kind of like you know whatever who cares call, but... call of duty is a selfish guy's game yeah yeah you know fortnite uh fortnite's about the team yeah yeah but uh yeah i don't think i really have anything else that i think we've done fortnite justice uh anything else you guys want to add jeffrey yeah, I mean, I think for me, the one thing that would keep me coming back is part of what they have been doing is they come out with pretty regular updates. And I feel like that's a that's a big way to oh, yeah. to keep people playing. Uh, you know, they've they've mixed they've messed up with the map a couple times, switched some things around because it's only on one map. Right. Every single time you play, it's on the same map. So you get to know the map really well uh, and the different uh, you know things with the map. But I think for me, the one thing that would really keep me back if there was some sort of like level progression system like there is a level system but there's no rewards for it you know what i mean like no matter how much we play you don't get anything out of it so i feel like if they had some sort of reward system where after you know you get so many wins you get to unlock something you know what i mean i feel like that would be a big thing for me to just keep coming back even if it were like cosmetic items like like neat clothes that you can unlock yeah exactly exactly and they do have like different skins and stuff for characters but 
it's all it's just straight microtransactions, which I mean I completely get. It's a free to play game. Like it's mm-hmm. hard to you know it's hard to find at fault for something like that. But but I think like if there was the ability to either buy it or unlock it with wins or something like that, I think that mm-hmm. would be definitely keep me coming back. Okay. I think I think the other thing I just thought about this after Eric asked like what kind of draws you in. I really like the strategy of it, and I think the basic concept uh, the the concept is basic, but the strategy is in depth. And I think like every game you kind of learn something different. Like we used to play where where we would land, wherever the circle went, we'd try to go like on the outside and stay on the outside. But probably like a week ago, Jeff was like, oh, you know, I think the best strategy is the first circle, try to get like right in the middle of it. And we've mm-hmm. been doing that and that works out, you know, that's worked out better for us. Then like, you know, we've had things like when the circle changes, you try to go to the short side. So I think we're always kind of like evolving our strategy. And because it, you go different places on the map, you can never do the same thing twice. So there's a lot of times where, when the next storm comes, you're like, all right, what are we going to do here? And you kind of like talk it out. So like, I think like this strategy part of it too is like really appealing uh, to me. So like, I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. To- totally agree with all that. Uh, Jeff, I, th- I think you brought up something. I'm glad you brought up too, that it is only one map. So uh, like many shooters, a big part of it is learning the map, but the thing that throws you know, kind of a, a different wrench into it is the building factor because you can kind of change them after your liking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but uh, Fortnite gets uh, two thumbs up from us. Six thumbs up, if you will. <laughs> all, s- all six of them. Well, <laughs> uh, did you want to chime in at all? Because you've, pl- you've played a little bit. Uh, I would say I probably played like four games at most. Four games. Um, what, what are your initial thoughts? I really like it every time I play it. It's just one of those games that whenever I'm asked to play, I never end up sitting down to play with people mm-hmm. gotta do it just gotta do it yeah get in there i like it's i said little... i really i really enjoy it overall so have you played have you played alone will or do you play with people in the games you played i only play with people and mm-hmm. it's usually Corey, so that doesn't go too well oh, there's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta come in with some veterans of the game Corey might be better now because he used to game on one of those little tiny notebook mice yeah that was like <laughs> An inch and a half long. And it was also at the end of our 25-hour stream. Yeah, that's that too. So we weren't all there mentally. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's Fortnite, Dan. All right, good job, guys. That was, that was Fortnite good. in a nutshell there. Yeah. You definitely you definitely sold me on it. I, I, want, I want to try oh, it. Dude, so oh, there. You hop in with us. Mm-hmm. Dan doesn't have Jeffrey, the Xbox. We, we... He's on the PC. Oh, yeah. I've only is, there, is there any cross-play or any... Uh... I know they want it. Okay, because PUBG wants it too. They want at okay. least some form of crossplay, but that would be that would be really good if they could somehow get that in. I can yeah, imagine Xbox would have the the jump on us. Right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. All right, uh, uh, nibble bits, right? Well, uh, guys, sure it, you guys, did you guys want to stick around, or you got to? Yeah, go, it's or up to you, you if you guys want to stick around and. Join us for the rest of the pot, or if you got to go, it's up to you. Whatever you want to do. What do you want to do there, Jeffrey? I, I, show time and I were talking about jumping on a little Fortnite after this. <laughs> Is that, hey, I'll hop on if you want to hop on. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, guys. Thanks All right. for having us. All Thanks right. for Thanks joining for us. See you guys. All right. See you guys. See ya. Bye. Perfect. That was great. Um, All right. Nibble Bits. Will, you want to get us started? Yeah, so I only have one, and uh, apparently there's a rumor going around that the Spyro trilogy for uh, that came out on the PlayStation 1, uh, it's getting a remaster and coming out uh, the end of this year, around September. 
Um, I guess the person who broke the rumor had also released, and I don't remember what rumor it was, but um, like leaked that too and was spot on with it. So it kind of seems like Activision is working on the, the Spyro Trilogy remaster, which for me, I am beyond excited for that. You guys have been talking about that for a while. Yeah, ever since probably when we started this podcast, we've been t- saying how we kind of really wanted to see that. I'm so surprised. It was our idea. Yeah, yep, it was again. our idea. Absolutely. I'm surprised it took them. A it took them this long to do it, and B why they're you know surprised they haven't made another Spyro game. I think um, one for whatever the- reason they did it with Crash Bandicoot first. I don't know why they decided to pick that one first, but I think they were testing to see how successful that was, and they found out that it was successful, so they said. You know, might as well as do Spyro. Um, yeah. And maybe if this does well, we would get another Spyro game. That'd be great. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, the first Spyro is one of my favorite games ever. Yeah. So I'm I'm pumped to play that. If it is true, that is. I'm kind of already assuming it's true. Um, that's the rumor that's heading to PS4, but that it also could go to other platforms. So you may see it on PC. You may see it on Switch. Yeah, and so I saw the rumor that it's a year of exclusivity on PS4. Okay. Yep, that's okay. what I was going to say too. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else, Will? Nope, that's my only nibble bit. Eric, what do you got? Dan, I didn't have any nibble bits. I forgot that's... about nibble bits again. That's okay. I got two two kind of quick hitters. Uh, the first is that Pillars of Eternity 2 is coming to consoles, and that's going to include the Nintendo Switch. So, a game that I was definitely going to get on PC when it came out, I am now going to definitely get. Uh, instead, I am definitely going to get it on the Switch when it comes out on the Switch. Uh, because like you, Eric, I want any game that's coming out on both, if it's not like a first-person shooter, I will get get it on the Switch over over PC. Yep. Just because it's so much easier to play. Yeah, I absolutely, Dan. Totally agree with you. Any, anything on the Switch, I'm far more likely to purchase. Yep. Especially something like that that's not too graphic, inte- graphically intensive, you know? Yeah. Um, you don't have to worry about it being downgraded resolution-wise or, or whatever. It's, you know, it'll look fine. So, that's good news. And then my next one, the Metro Dead Island Saints Row publisher, Coke Media, was acquired by THQ Nordic. Um, I'm pretty sure Saints Row and maybe even Metro. I know Saints Row was a THQ property before, um, so it's it's good that they were reacquired by by THQ. Or Nordic bought THQ. I don't know how how it all worked, but um, yeah, they it was 130 million dollars. I think they bought all those properties for 121 million. No, 149 American millions. 121 euros, million euros. So, wow. Yeah. What do you think of that, Dan? Uh, I'm excited. THQ Nordic does the uh, uh, Darksiders yep. stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, I mean the the Metro Metro Exodus is supposed to come out, I think, late this year. Oh. Um, so, so that'll be, I think that'll be good for for them because uh, uh, the Coke Media is the one that did the um, uh, Deep Silver, did uh, Agents of Mayhem that kind of flopped. Yeah, that was like a like a spinoff of Saints uh, Saints Row. So, you know, misguided. If they just called it like Saints Row something, it probably would have done better just by having that name recognition. Saints Row Agents of Mayhem. Yeah, something like that. I'm pretty sure that was at least debated on Giant Bomb's worst game of the year. Really? It was on there. I've heard not good things about it. 
So, okay. Uh, that's all I got for nibble bits. Eric, how's your week? Good, Dan. Uh, geez, I don't think I have too too much to report for my week. That was exciting. Um, I'm trying to think if I watched anything new. I don't think I did. God, I'm fucking boring. Have you watched any Olympics? Not really. Uh, mm-hmm. I watched some of the U.S. women's hockey team mm-hmm. against Again? the Russian athletes. Okay. I watched some of that. I watched uh, Sean White snowboarding. Uh-huh. Uh, but I fell asleep before this third round. I watched the first two runs. And I, <laughs> oh. I couldn't do it. I was like, I got to fucking go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, so I watched some of that. I watched, you know what I watched? The women's luge. Mm. Did you see on. the crash? Yeah, I did. I watched that live, actually. That's what I was, was, I was watching at that point, too. It was super scary. Yeah. That was crazy because like, she got totally vertical. Yeah, and it looked like her ankles just jammed into the board, and I was like, "Oh man, yeah. she busted her ankles." And she came backwards, like her head and neck hit the like inside block. And I was like, yeah. "Oh, I really hope her neck is not broken." But she was down for a little while, but then yeah. then she was able to get up and walk off, so that was good. I saw a pretty bad crash in the snowboarding too. Oh, I heard about that. I, I don't know what that. happened to him, but he got taken on a stretcher. Yep, I heard about that. My wife told me about that. Yeah. Um, but I think that's basically all the Olympics I've watched because I just, you know, I don't think the times are matching up for me. Yeah. Uh, I pretty much have it on TV 24 seven. At least I don't always sit down and watch it, but it's always, always on. I've watched, uh, quite a bit of curling. I watched the most of the men's game against Slovenia. Uh, I watched the part where they were winning and not when they lost, at the end of the game, um, I watched a lot of the women's game against Canada, which was disappointing because they lost two to one to Canada. Um, but yeah, lots of stuff. I watched yeah. a lot of snowboarding and some luge. I, I have no interest in the hockey because yeah. of the no NHL players being there. Yeah. See, at first I was really excited. I was like, you know what? This is going to be really cool. Uh, you know, you're going to see, you're going to see our second tier players for the most part other than the college prospects you know they're they're gonna work really hard and and show everyone up and then they lost to slovenia and i was like oh no this is not this is not good yeah i haven't bothered to watch it because it's just to me it's just not interesting anymore no not at all. it's not the best of the best like the olympics is supposed to be yeah it's the second tier teams for every country except like slovenia except for uh russia yeah, well, yeah. For the most it's, part. I mean, they, get, they're missing some stars, too, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the the uh, Ely Tolvanen had a pretty good uh, first Olympic game, which was nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that, Will. I did not. He had a goal and three assists in his first Olympic game. God. Predator, National Predators' top prospect. He's so. going to soon to be a Ranger, Dan. He's not going to be a Ranger. Uh-huh. They, they will not trade <laughs> Ely Tolvanen for Rick Nash. <laughs> they would be if, dumb. If they do, uh, I, I jokingly would relinquish my fandom. I wouldn't really, but that would be the dumbest trade ever. You'd riot. I would riot. Yeah. Uh, the women, the women's, our women's team has been a lot of fun to watch, though. They are really good. And I hope they're able to beat Canada if they end up in the gold medal game against them. Yeah. Now, did the U.S. beat Canada? No. No. They lost two to one. Gotcha. All right. So at least it was close. It was close. And 
USA dominated that entire game. They just couldn't get more than one goal past the Canadian goalie. You know, uh, I'd rather us lose the first game and then beat them in the finals. Yes, because it's usually the other way around. Yeah. Usually we beat, we beat them in the in the the uh, round the uh, you know what I'm trying to say qualifying. Yeah. Yes, yeah. The, the the we win in the qualifying and then lose yeah. in the final. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it's the opposite this time. But yeah, that's really cut into my four in February too. This is just watching Olympics. Yeah. So. But no, I don't think other than that, I don't have a lot. I, I I'm doing a couple things this weekend, so hopefully mm-hmm. next week I'll have. Uh, I got family coming into town. My nephews are coming down tomorrow with my nice. sister-in-law, so that will be fun. I'm um, also purchased the Rough and Rowdy Brawl pay-per-view, which I am supremely amped for. <laughs> Uh, if you don't know what that is, just look it up. I could never do it justice. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so I should I should have some stuff next week to, to, to talk about. Nice. Will, what do you got? Ah, uh, man, not a whole lot. Just school, video How's games. School going well. Eh, it's all. It's good. I spent the last couple of days because I was behind catching up. It's like I'm taking pretty hard classes right now. Like I'm taking a higher level chemistry and a higher level math. So like it's difficult uh, and I'm not one to study. Uh, (laughs) My entire high school and college career has not been filled with studying, even though I've done fairly well. Um, I don't like sitting down to study. Yeah. So and now I'm learning that I have to. In a lot of cases for me, it, it was more detrimental than me just trying to absorb the material the first time through. Yeah. Do you know what really has helped me, though, with being able to sit down and studying? Getting rid of social media completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, because now I'm only looking at my phone to, like, respond to text messages, really, or, like, maybe check Reddit. But other than that, like, I'm not checking Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter every five, ten minutes just to see what if I missed anything. Um so, like, getting rid of all of that has been a huge boon to me so in life. You, so you've overcome the fear of missing out. I, I could not be more put off by all of social media, Dan. Yeah. You've had it right. Well, I, I, I'm pretty years, close I've been to years mine, too. Off of social media, and it's been great. I've just realized how dumb everybody in, like, the 18 to, like, 28 age range is. And it's just like my I'm problem just... is everybody thinks anybody gives a fuck what they have to say. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like I don't want to see like for example, there's people that I work with that really annoy me with how they act. So like I deal with it for thirty hours a week at work, and then when I'm getting on social media, I see them being just as dumb online. <laughs> so I'm just like, I you can't escape it. Yeah. You know who uses social media really well is um, Mike in Minnesota listener of the show friend of the show mm-hmm. yeah. he just puts funny little quips out there mostly yep. about what goes on at his workplace yeah like, he's basically the office of twitter uh-huh <laughs> i i agree actually whenever i praise whenever i call up our twitter uh yeah. it, his a lot of his tweets are on like what you've missed or how yeah. however it works and I, i'm always entertained by them yeah yeah but yeah no, for the most part oh it's brutal stuff it just mm-hmm. pisses me off <laughs> And, like, I don't like to be the, that guy who's just like, oh, everybody's stupid. Like, social media makes me mad. But, God, is it so true? It makes me so infuriated. So, yeah. you know, I've since moved on, and it's it's so much better. Good feeling, yeah. I bet. Um, other than that, uh, 
the new Dragon Ball Super killed off my favorite character. I was kind of really upset about that. Spoilers? Uh, I mean, nobody really knows who it is. Corey does, I'm pretty sure. Um, but there's actually a really good picture of me that was put on Snapchat, actually, of... This wasn't... This was candid, of my jaw open with my hand on my head like that after I realized that he was actually dead. So it's a guy? Yes. Oh, man. Uh, so big stuff in that. Character. The plot thickens. The plot does thicken. But, yeah, no, that's, uh... That's it for me. Uh, just been playing some games and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I don't have too much going on either. Uh, as I said, the watching the Olympics has really cut into my my game time. I haven't even played that much Switch. Like I said, I bought Celeste a few days ago, and I only fired it up today for the first time. Um, what's wrong with me? You know, like what what That's gives? Yeah. No, that, like the Olympics. I do like the Olympics, but the thing is, the reason why I got the Switch is so I could play it while the TV's on while I'm watching TV. Yeah. And you know it's yeah, it. But... it I, I'm laying in bed and the TV's on and the Olympics are on, and the switch is like ten feet across the room, and I'm not going to get up to get it. <laughs> you know, I got to go. I got to get up. I got to get out of the dock. Just I, Dan, I the chat says that. that they can't hear you. They can't hear me. Mm. Oh, okay, that's probably that's Corey has that issue a lot too. Mm. So okay. yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. I'll see if I can figure it out. Maybe we'll take a break. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess we'll take a break now then, right? And yep, uh, I'll see if I can get the stupid, stupid audio working on the, on the, in the live stream. So we'll take a quick break and be back with what we played in just a moment. Welcome back everyone. 343 of the Homestick Athletes podcast. I think, no i know we got our audio issues sorted during the break so uh i know Corey's had the that problem before so i think it's sorted right i mean can people hear us yeah not... i believe so okay good because the stream window was not registering anything so i was like oh great we have to stop again but anyway uh we are now in what we played will yeah what do you got for us um so I guess I'll start by saying I picked up Stardew Valley on the Switch. Oh. Um, the, I love that game. Like, I forgot about how fun it is. And, like, every night, like, I'll play, like, before bed, like, a day or two. And it's just so peaceful. And, like, I forgot how, like, calming the game is to, like, like relax and distress at the end of the day. Yes, it is one of the most cathartic games I've ever played in my life. Yeah, and, like, there's nothing to get mad about in it. Like I dare someone to get mad at something at Stardew Valley. Only if you get rejected by your, by your love. Although, that, you know, that, that first, uh, what is it? Flower dance or whatever. When you try yeah. to dance with someone and you, you, I don't think you can possibly like have them like you enough at that point And they turn you down. I, uh, it's more sad than angry though. I always usually court Haley. Um, and one of the dialogues that she gave me yesterday was, uh, Haley is ignoring you. So, like, there was no dialogue. It was just, <sighs> like, the action. She's just trying to not talk to you. And I was like, oh, man. Um, but, yeah, no, I love Stardew Valley. I like the farm that I picked. I picked, like, the seaside farm uh-huh. or whatever. Uh, I really like that one. It's pretty yeah. cool. But, you know. I did, I did the river one. 
which was was awesome. So I could fish when I was in my downtime. Yeah. And I do realize, though, when you start out, you are very hindered with a lot of space. Like, the you don't have the big backpack. Um, you don't have very many. You don't have, like, the wood to do chests right away. Like, you kind of got to, like, build that up. You don't have a lot of money for crops. But I know, like, when summer hits, you can just buy all of the strawberries and blueberries and whatnot and become rich. Yep. Uh, so that's what I'm going to be doing. But, yeah, I'm really looking forward to doing multiplayer with whoever on this podcast ends up doing it. The Dragon Ball, Dragon Bay Farm, I think, was it we decided Dragon on? Dragon Bay, oh. yeah. Yeah. Dragon After Bay. After Dragon Ball Z and Arcadia Bay. <laughs> it was actually Eric. Was it Eric's idea? Yes, it was. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. Of course it was. Great idea. <laughs> um, I've, I heard recently that the multiplayer update is imminent for Stardew Valley. So Yeah, they're in like the quality assurance, like section of it yep. so i guess they're almost they're almost done yeah um, it'll be coming to pc first on consoles it's coming to the switch first yeah and then to xbox one and ps4 after that i just god bless that guy for coding the completely single player game reworking all of the code to allow you to do multiplayer yeah like that's that's awesome yep um and i'm glad that guy is now probably filthy rich yes i would think so the Stardew Valley sold a lot of copies. <laughs> I own three copies of it. Yeah, I bought two. I bought two, so. and I don't even like it as much as you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's going to be one of those games, like um, kind of like Dragon Ball Fighters that I play, like like a little bit every couple of days, you know, just to brush up and just you know have have a little fun. Mm-hmm. Um. The other thing I've been playing, and like I said, I don't know how much I'll get into it because I don't know what I'm doing, but is Dynasty Warriors 9. Uh, the much maligned Dynasty Warriors 9, I should add. Uh, oh, yeah, actually, re- let, me, let me pull up uh, some... See what the uh, open critic is since it's the new... Yeah. It's the not- reviews I read are, are not, weren't very positive about it. Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> it's a weird game. It's... I feel like the performance issues, I think, is a fair, very valid thing to critique a game with. Uh, The game has a lot of frame rate drops, which, you know, that's pretty noticeable. For me, it's not write angry comments on Reddit bad, but it's bad enough that you notice it. Uh, Dan, it would drive you nuts. Oh, I was just going to ask that. Is it going to bother me? Because I can lower graphics a lot and it have it not look as good but if it's got to run smooth yeah and, and if it, it does have drops they have to be minor drops like not out of the 50s you should probably wait for the patch that they're doing for okay. frame rate um but the dynasty warriors games have been known to have frame rate issues uh they've always kind of had them here and there because you know you are battling a lot of people on screen yeah um but this dynasty warriors it is weird to play like I should say that I really like it so far. Uh, it's one. Of, it's just like as we record right now. Like I've been playing it here and there. It's just like such a randomly peaceful, but at the same time chaotic game because the open world they've implemented. It's uh, it's very it's very vast, and like you'll do a mission, uh, and what it'll, how it'll have it is the whole map will be open. So you can go to wherever you want on the map, but the little section is where the battle's taking place, and it's a pretty large area. So like it 
really feels like a war is going on because you can do maneuvers where like say like the enemy is take has like all of the top uh, right like covered up and like they're working their way down but you could take your army and like pincer attack them up and like cut off their army so like they can't get reinforcements and then like your guys can go up and take that and then move as one like it's got stuff like that that's pretty cool and it feels like a war because i feel like in these olden days it wasn't these like massive massive armies like all colliding in one spot like a lot of it was like a larger army and then like battles here and there throughout the whole map uh, and this is what this is kind of like what it has. It does that sort of thing. But like also you can just break off from battling and you can like fish and do like random quests that you get from people. Like one of them is uh, it'll be like, oh, like this uh, coalition force like t- attacked our village and killed our civilians. Like, can you go take care of them for me? It'll be like kind of busy quests like that. I don't know how in-depth they get because I don't really know how all of that kind of works. But, like, you can do those quests and uh, also at the same time do the main battle. So it's like a, it's a very interesting concept. Um, a lot of people in this game are complaining about the change, which I guess I can get. Like, I mean, if you want your normal Dynasty Warriors game, like, this isn't the one for you. You should get Dynasty Warriors 8 uh, Extreme Legends. But, like, some of the complaints for this game, like, people don't like that there's a grappling hook now added. So, like, say you're at the the wall of, like, a giant base. You can throw your grappling hook up with the bumper button, uh, and you can just scale it with ease. So, like, it's for people who don't feel like sieging gates or, like, having to go all the way around to the entrance. People don't like... you have the option. (laughs) Eric, whoa, get out of here with that. (laughs) With that... I just wanted to be sure that I had that correctly, that they still had the option to do it the other way. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, okay. People people don't like fast travel, um, but you also have the option to not fast travel. You can ride your horse from location to location. Uh, but there is also people who do not like that you have to ride your horse from location to location to which they can fast travel. <sighs> this is my problem with society in general, is that everybody wants to mold everything to the way they want it. Mm-hmm. gaming culture is a weird weird thing 50 percent of it is don't don't yell at my baby like this is my thing like i get super sensitive when you're like that and the other 50 is i'm going to tear this apart and enter my comments on reddit and smash the enter button with all of my might uh-huh. um it's a weird dichotomy between the two uh but like overall like i've enjoyed my play uh the frame rate is the biggest issue uh, the open world kind of does seem a little empty, but if you think about it, like, yeah, they're not trying to make a realistic game because this is like a one versus 1,000. Like, you're trying to kill as many people as you can. But, like, I would imagine ancient China was pretty empty. So, like, I kind of don't get too upset with that. And, like, if you want, you don't have to do any of the side stuff. You can just go, you know, take on these, like, major missions and take on the main bad guy, kill them, move on. You know, you don't really need to do different missions to lower the the difficulty. Like, you can just bum rush the main guy and and kill them. So, uh, I don't... This is a very ambitious Dynasty Warriors game. uh, And I kind of respect it for that. So, overall, I like it. It's like a weird, peaceful, but also chaotic game. Uh, And I really, I really overall enjoy it. And it would be... Would be interested to get, like, what you two thought. I wish, Eric, you were able to... Uh, play it yeah i was a little bummed you got it on pc 
The only reason why like, I definitely did that is because I heard how bad some of the frame rate is, and I was like, ah, my PC will probably be able to handle it fairly, yeah. fairly well. Because I guess the PlayStation base game, it, it runs terribly <laughs> with frame rate. So, nice. Um, I mean, this is one of those games that when it goes on sale, I'll, always, I'll probably own on a console at some point, too. Mm-hmm. Um, for the franchises that I really like, I like to own multiple versions uh, for whatever, whatever occasion. This game would not run on a Switch at all. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, but like I said, overall, I like it. There's 90 characters. Like, they all have their own kind of, like, story. I don't know how in-depth it goes, but, like, I've done Leo Bay, which is the leader of the Shu faction, for over eight hours, and I'm only on, like, mission three, and I, that's not very far. Yeah, well, pay attention, and when they do a performance patch and fix some of the frame rate, I'll definitely, definitely give it a shot. Yeah, I'd be very interested to get another's opinion on it. Uh, I like I see it, I see it get hated on pretty heavily, like on Reddit and like on reviews and stuff. But I know Dynasty Warriors never really reviews that well by critics. Yeah, it's a cult game. Well, it's really. it, it's it's Dynasty Warriors. It does it does what it does. You know, if you like that, great. If you don't, fine. Yeah, you know? it's a one tr- it's a one trick pony, and like yep. this one is the one where they're kind of like branching out to really do something with it and i really like i could see the potential of them doing a really awesome dynasty warriors game like Mm -hmm. in this style uh this is like a stepping stone like you know when we look at the wii u that was a stepping stone console for the switch like i could i really could see a lot of potential coming out of a dynasty warriors 10 and like i said i really enjoy like the peaceful moments of just like standing at my base and looking over the landscape like i think it's cool nice but yeah, that's all. That's all I've been playing. Really, I was gonna play Oxen Free on yesterday, but they had I had no time with school, Valentine's Day, all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, me, I beat Portal Two. Thank you. Yeah, uh, that was my contribution to four in February. Um, Portal Two is absolutely amazing. If you haven't played it yet, you should definitely play it. So good. I talked about it a fair amount last week, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely awesome. Um, I also bought Celeste. Uh, now I bought it a few days ago with the intention of having a lot of it beat, uh, or not necessarily beaten, but a lot of it played uh, for today, so I could talk more in depth about it. But I I played it today for probably an hour. Um, but yeah, so far I really like it. Uh, it's the difficult platformer. There's definitely some shades of Super Meat Boy in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Eric. I you know the the whole dying thing doesn't really bother me because you respawn so fast. It's great. Um, but I also saw your complaint, yours and Corey's complaint. I think of both of you guys said it with the aiming Long for the dash. Yeah, yeah be, it would being a little bit a little bit weird. Sometimes it feels an inaccurate, and I'm not sure if it's me putting my thumb in the wrong spot or if it's just not super accurate. Yeah, because I've died I a few times where like I thought I was okay. It but. was me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been able but to get a good read on that yet. I don't know. I'm not positive. That's. I guess I just counted on me being a goofy bastard. But. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's really really cool. Um, the. Too. Okay. I really I like the art style a lot. I like the music a lot. Um, I like the conversations when when Madeline's talking to someone. How it shows her portrait and like the, the weird mumbling. It's like it's strangely calming. Uh, when she's having a conversation with someone, it's yeah, very very weird. Uh, but yeah, I really really like it so far. I I do intend on 
Uh, when I go upstairs, turning on the Olympics, but while I'm standing, I will grab the Switch and carry it over the bed so I can yeah. play it right away. Nice. So that's what I played. I think I played a little bit more uh, Cosmic Star Heroine, not too much. I, I'm still going to try to make a concerted effort to get my four in February done. But I got I, I, I to put my time in. Do you think you can do it, Dan? Yeah, I could. It's it's will I is the question. <laughs> Dan, you're our last bastion of being able to complete a four in February. <laughs> yeah. You're the you're the pundit for us that, that usually completes it. Ah, oh, damn it. I got I've got to. <laughs> gotta man up. I, I don't think I'm probably not gonna beat one in February. That's a, Mario and Rabbids is a long game. So yeah. I think it took me thirty something hours. Thirty thirty, thirty five. I did a lot of the exploring and side missions yeah. and stuff, so but that's all I played. What do you got for us, Eric? I also played Celeste, which I beat. Yay! Well done. Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna update the beaten games list. I might have already put it on there, but I'll, I'll check. Yeah, huge fan of Celeste. Uh, if you want to hear more about my thoughts on it, listen to was it last week we we did Celeste? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I won't talk too much more about it, but a uh, great game. Really big fan. I did go back and try some of the B sides, which are higher difficulty. Um, pretty tough, pretty tough. I did not beat any of them, but, um, I was also kind of in a rush, so I may go back at some point and try some of it. Uh, and then I played, I started Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battles, uh, but I only played like the very first, like tutorial couple of missions, so Uh I really can't speak to it too much, but I I did enjoy what I played. Eric, you do know you have already almost tied your beaten games list from last year i figured what am i at I, I, you, you're at two you had i think three last year oh, i can call it up for sure nice yeah i think i will surpass that this year you should it's early yet oh how, do you what, how would we count fortnite i was just gonna ask that i think you would be fortnite right you I won games so. i think if, if you yeah, win that's that's does it have to be Okay, the only, I haven't won. I think the only way I've won is um, squad. I think that's fair, though. So once you know you you won the game, like he, Corey always talks about the, you know the, janky, uh, arbitrary, arbitrary, uh, you know, beaten games. Mm. So I, I don't well, know maybe if I we put... wait and, and weigh in with Corey next week. Yeah, because he's going to be the one that's going to be fussy about it anyway. Yeah. So. I know, I mean, Corey. We're talking about a guy who started his four in February and January. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> <annoying>. <laughs> He's no stranger to bending the rules. No. So, yeah. Uh, I may have won a duo game, too. I'm not sure. But, yeah, we can revisit that. Okay. Um, yeah, that's exciting. I think I'll beat that this year. Yeah, I think so. I'm sure Cause... I'll get a couple more indie games here or there on the Switch that I'll end up beating. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, it's it's so perfect for indie games. So perfect. Okay, uh, that's it for what we played. We're on feedback now, aren't we? We're flying tonight. Couple a couple more feedbacks came in too. Oh, good. I've got to bring it up on my phone because if I I'll mess up the chat window or the. Skype window. I got a message from Showtime. 
He said for integrity purposes, he wanted me to make a correction on oh, okay. the statistics he threw out uh-huh. there. Uh, he said that he has 46 wins, but he actually has 44. He did not want to lie uh-huh. on his first time on the podcast. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I appreciate Tell him he's time earned another time spot back. Any sort of integrity. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, the first is from Narc, who says, "Guys, your unmitigated love for Taco Bell is alarming." <laughs> what? Why is it alarming? Not sure. There's he never had it. I don't know. Some people are really grossed out by Taco Bell. Wow. I don't. I don't, I don't get that. it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know if I said this last week, but if you're going to Taco Bell, I, and I don't think you are, but expecting like kind of authentic food it's not you know it's it's, an, amalg- it's an amalgamation of a bunch of different styles with uh, like a tex-mex type of theme to it you know which i like and it's just darn delicious Fantastic. uh so that's from narc next is from tate says hey guys what's cracking first off first off i want to address eric i did not throw you under the bus a couple weeks ago trust me i was completely against even trying a complete snowflake of a game full of lesbian love stories and whatnot although i didn't realize it had those elements until i was actually into life is strange not that there's anything wrong with lesbians they can love who they want i do not care at all but usually not my thing or interest anyways being someone who had no interest in it at all then giving it a try and finding myself completely hooked by the story leads me to tell you that you need to get off the high horse from which you ride upon <laughs> Like I did and play it for story's sake. Yes, it is all about teen anxieties and situations at a liberal arts school, but dude, just trust your homies and go for it. You will not be disappointed. And if you are, I'll buy you a beer sometime. Anyways, I love this. I love Life is Strange. It was a great story, and the twist with I'm not going to reveal who the twist is with, only because if those of you hadn't played it, uh, and he said at the end was crazy, blew my mind. Very good music. They scored on the music for sure. Uh, I'm getting into Fortnite now, so Eric, if you want to play, let's do it. I got my first solo victor- victory ro- royale uh, the other night, and it was only on my third solo game. Wow. Wow. Uh, only on my third solo game I had done, so I was pretty stoked about that. I learned that stealth is very key to winning in that ah, game. Ah, indeed. Anyways, hope you all are doing well. Have a great time. Taterade out. <laughs> Taterade. <laughs> Tate, I'll have you know that I I did play some of... Uh... What's the game in question, Dan? Life is Strange? Oh, you know Life is Strange. The game. I did play some Life is Strange. Yeah, did you play the, the first, first episode? episode? First episode of the first one. Oh. I like you were, it. Yeah. He did yeah, like I remember, it. Yeah. I remember you not loving it like we did necessarily, no. but I remember you, you liked it. Yeah, it was good, but Corin Will's passion for it <laughs> really... That you would put you off. What it did is it set a fire, a burning fire of hatred for that game. <laughs> Deep That's in okay. my soul. <laughs> well, I think too, like the way that it stormed the gates of our game of the year. That's Wars. what I was just gonna say. I feel like that was the catalyst <laughs> for, for the hatred for. Yeah, it stormed the castle gates of our game of the year awards, and it really hijacked it. If you think about it, it was it was like Kanye West at the Grammys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rushing the stage. Yeah. And here I was just trying to be my best Taylor Swift. And Kanye West came in and just hijacked it. Uh What? 
what what was second that year? Do you remember? I, I don't I don't think any of us remember, but I don't even remember what year it was. Was it twenty fourteen? Was it Bloodborne? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, so I think it was game. I think it was twenty sixteen. Bloodborne's so good. Uh, it's terrible. Wow, what a disservice! Wow. <laughs> Let's be honest, the game of the year, the thummies usually does a disservice. It's basically a time. platform for me and Corey to yeah, yeah. <laughs> to hijack it. That's exactly right. It was not last year, but the year before it was Final Fantasy 15. Although, well, I picked though actually. Yeah, Eric uh, also picked it with us. You know, yeah, I, I hadn't thinking about started. it. Uh, well, Last of Us didn't win, which is like. Oh, that's right. That was bio. I, I can't even defend our podcast for that, but <laughs> I uh, stand by that pick. What was the other one? Well, Zelda won this year. That's not. I, I'm good with that. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy, I was good with. Dragon Age, I picked, but I'm Dragon not Age. necessarily good with. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was you and me that pushed that one over the edge. Eric. It was. Yeah. We both picked that one. Yeah. That was the year that I picked Child of Light. Corey was not happy. That's right. I feel like there was another one that won, Eric, that you were just like beside yourself with. Yeah, it was beside... Oh, that was the one? Okay. <laughs> Uh, Bioshock's a great game, but Jesus, boys. <laughs> uh, okay, this is from Miguel. Miguel in Valencia, who says, What's up, gentlemen? This has been a uh, brutal year, to say the least. I know I have teased you guys with announcing a new TSA trivia is coming, but these math classes are grabbing me by the balls. I hear that. To make matters worse, I finally got a Nintendo Switch for Christmas just so it can collect dust. On the bright side, this is my last year of school for me. Now, the reason why I'm writing in is to remind Eric to take his damn earbuds to his room. Since Alexa <laughs> isn't doing her job by reminding you, plus he is <laughs> offending a whole, uh, the whole, a whole deaf people right now, uh, knowing you are a few feet away uh, and listening to some awesome gaming sounds. Also, Dan, your reminder, turn down the water pressure on your bidet. That super soaker will create a second bubble if you're not too careful. <laughs> well, sorry, sorry, I just wanted to loosen you guys up. The real reason I'm, why I'm writing in, it's my two-year anniversary since I first wrote in feedback to the Thumbstick Athlete. So I'm trying to keep our di- tradition uh, uh, going by, bring back my first question to the to the athletes, which was, if you were to take a mission or journey into space and the length of time is about 10 years, what three and only three games will you take with you? I remember that. Uh, keep in mind there is no online access for gaming, but you do have one buddy to tag along with you. If you want to argue or debate on who uh, who y- you would take with you or leave it for another topic, but I'm more curious of what games you guys would pick. I did la- listen back to your answer back in 2016, if you cared to know. Also, for the listener feedback gang, I would like to hear your th- picks and why. Um, I'm trying to see if I should replace one of my three games. Even Tito chime in, although one of T- Tito's potential picks may have uh, st- may have to stay in space after his- this potential game won a Steamy Turt Award. At this point, I'm just curious if your picks would change since two years ago. Uh 2016 picks. You want me to read what we had in 2016? Not yet. I want to pick first. Okay. I want to see how similar we are. Okay. I'm going to scroll up then. <laughs> you can also take a buddy with you. Well, since he said you can take a buddy with you, uh, but there's no online, I think what I would do, because I'd have to play Rocket League, so I think I'd have to take Corey 
and we could just do one-on-one duels. Yeah. On Rocket League. Hmm. I would probably take Skyrim. <clears throat> and I don't know what my third was. I was going to say Fortnite until the no online no kicked in. So I'm going to have to think about my third for a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, man. Um, one I would take would be probably Smash Brothers uh, because you're allowed to bring a friend. Uh, and that's a game that, regardless of who you bring, everybody loves Smash Brothers. So uh, that'd be one that I would bring. I would probably bring a classic game like Final Fantasy Tactics, probably, would be one that I would bring. Uh, it's my favorite game of all time, and I play through it yearly. So... I would get some playthroughs out of that. Uh, the third game, hmm, that's tough. I would probably want to bring a game where you could get multiple playthroughs out of, or uh, maybe see different endings. That's a very long RPG. Huh? Uh, so maybe a game like uh, that I never played, like Metal Gear Solid Five, might be a good pick to bring. It's a great game for yes, that reasoning. Um, because I'm playing it right now and it seems like it's a long game, maybe Dynasty Warriors 9 would be a cool game to bring for me. Uh, if I'm going on a 10-year trip tomorrow, uh, it might might be one that I pick. Um, the third game would be difficult, to be honest, Eric. I'm with Eric on that. I thought of mine. What is it? Since I'm taking Corey with me to play Rocket League, we might as well bring NHL 11 with us, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's all downhill from there. Corey and I are going to hate each other by the end of this trip. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna make gonna it the a... ten years. <laughs> Someone's gonna die. Someone will be murdered. Yeah, uh, I would take Civ Six, or maybe oh, Civ that's Five. A, that's a good one, Dan. Yeah, that maybe is a good Civ one. Five. Lot one of, of the Civ. There. One of the yeah, exactly, and it's it's always different. I one of the things I would like to do with with the Civ series is play on the harder difficulty levels because I only play on some of the lower ones. Uh, I've never been able to play enough to get good enough to play on the higher difficulties. So, um, something like that. Jeez, maybe I'd replace Skyrim with Civ Six. Oh, yeah, five or six. I'm. I'm yeah. Five is more complete because of all the DLC. Um, but six, Did I really like to do six? Yeah, Rise and Fall just came out for Civ Six. How much is that? Do you know? I think it's thirty dollars. Um, but with green, if you do green man gaming you can get like 20 percent off 25 percent off so they always have some sort of deal um what else would i take because i want to cover want to cover some variety of genres what what about a game like stardew valley actually would that be it's not a bad one you kind of got your play of it dan Probably at this point, you probably put in over a hundred hours between your. Oh, definitely. Right? Yeah. I put seventy something on seventy five on PC, and yeah. I think almost sixty on the Switch. Like, because if you're going to be doing a trip that's going to be mainly alone, maybe that like fake character interaction that you have with like the villagers might be something that can help you semi replace it. You yeah. Know? What do you mean mainly alone? You're going to have a partner. Yeah, I'm. I, and I would just gonna say the person that I p- play video games with the most with is my wife, so I would probably take her. Oh, and, trying to uh, make me look bad. You see that? <laughs> Unreal. I was actually just gonna say that. Well, <laughs> your wife doesn't play games, Eric. She's so. not. That yeah, wouldn't like, be. Anything. I would take my wife. <laughs> she, uh, she's who I've gamed the most with over the past few years. Yeah. Um, 
as for the game I would take, it would probably it would be one of the Mario platformers. Probably Super Mario World is my favorite Mario platformer. Okay. So it would probably be that one that I ha- that we have on the SNES Classic. And then for my last game, it would have to be like an RPG. So cover action RPG. Maybe like The Witcher 3. Mm. So even though I spent a lot of time playing that, I didn't cover all bases or see everything. Yeah. Yeah, that would be my list. We'll go Civ, Civ 5 since I played that one more than 6. Civ okay. 5, Super Mario World, and Witcher 3. Okay. All right. Want to hear a list? Yeah, let's hear it. Will. Yeah. Final Fantasy Tactics. <laughs> Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> Diablo. Which I'm assuming you mean Diablo 2? Probably 3, actually. 3? At this point. Uh, this is 2016. Yeah. Um, two, almost two years ago, probably. Yeah, when did... it, it probably was 3. Because Diablo 3 came out like in 2013, yeah, 14. That's right. It has and, been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, and they, they had fixed it at that point. Mm-hmm. I think that was when we're all, like, at least Eric and I were pretty big into Diablo 3. It's a great game. So, yeah. Okay. Um, Eric, FIFA or Rocket League, mm-hmm. Skyrim, Grand Theft Auto Five. Wow. You wow. There's a lot to do in GTA Five. I was a big yeah. fan of that game. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> Corey, The Binding of Isaac, Terraria, and The Elder Scrolls. I'm not. I don't. It doesn't specify which one. The Binding of Isaac, huh? Yeah. Uh, for me, it was Crusader Kings 2, which I could also pick. That could sw- easily swap out for Civ. Yeah. Uh, Smash Brothers, I also yeah. picked. And then I didn't, I didn't apparently come up with a third one. He abstained on the third one. I abstained on the third one. I mean, those two are all you need. Uh, Tito picked Rocket League, Skyrim, uh, Skyrim or No Man's Sky, and Dwarf Oof. Fortress. And then Dwarf Miguel picked... Fortress. FIFA, Grand Theft Auto Five, and Final Fantasy Seven. All right. He says, "Alright, gentlemen, that's pretty much all for me. Hey, next time I write in, I'll include a TSA trivia game. I will make I'll I will make uh, Alexa remind me. Until then, gentlemen, Avenger out. Yeah. Also, Avenger, let me know what math you're taking, so because I can commiserate with you depending on oh. what level you're taking." Will, your response to Avenger reminded me I did not respond to Tate. Yeah, uh, about Fortnite. I'd love to play some Fortnite. Yeah. Send me your uh, gamer tag. We'll play sometime. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, next feedback is from Idaho Jake, who says, Hey, guys, sorry I missed last week's episode, but I figured I would let someone else win. For my game, I will <laughs> let Dan pick it for me. <laughs> Uh, I may miss the live stream because I just had surgery on my jaw. I had some bad oh. teeth and my face and uh, need my face and some swelled up with pus. Ooh. He, he said need. Oh, probably nose. Could be nose. Nose swelled up with pus. I bought Kingdom Come Deliverance. It is not for everyone, but it might be a game that Dan and Corey might like. I'll write more next time when I feel better. Now for the Idaho Jakes. This day in gaming history, 2003, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time came out on GameCube. 2006, Star Wars Empire of War was released for Windows. 2009, EVE Online was released worldwide. And 2016, Street Fighter V was released on Steam and the PS4. Thanks, guys, and carry on. Nice. Sorry to hear that about the facial issues. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds rough. 
Okay. One of my bosses at work is having some teeth issues. He's not not doing great. Um, I'm just going to double check Facebook if I can call it up on here. I think it's on here. I'm on my phone, so it's weird. Uh, no feedback on Facebook. So, all right, game giveaway time. Uh, who has the list? Corey. Doesn't one of you guys have the list too? Will do you? Oh yeah, that's me. I'm sorry. I was killing so many people at Hula Gate. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Um, hold on. <laughs> Evernote. Bring it up. So this is what happens when Corey is not on. Yep. We're Disorganized. We're a sloppy mess at this point of the show <laughs> when Corey's not here. <laughs> We've held it together pretty well. I think I still have the random number generator on my phone, so I'll use that. Uh, all if right, not, yeah. I'll Google one. Okay. Got, got uh, so uh, Narc is number one. Tate is number two. Miguel's number three. And Idaho Jake's number four. Random, yep. Okay. From one to four. And the winner is number three, which was Miguel. Hey. You can see that. Three. Back to three. Do, 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 so, Miguel, do. your games are, what's what are the numbers now, Will? Uh, it's one through two, 176. One through one seventy six. Okay. One sixty one. One sixty one is poker night at the inventory. We've been trying to get rid of that Corey's one for a, a while. Big fan of that one. Yeah, every time it gets picked, he always says he loves it. Night at the inventory. Okay. So that's game number one. Game number two. One fifteen. One fifteen. Is Fear 2, Project Origin. Fear 2. Okay. Game number 3, 149. 149 is Metro 2033, Risen in the Sacred Citadel. So it looks like we got a pack. Yeah, it looks like we got a little package. Metro 2033 is amazing. Yeah. Um, What was the other one? Risen? Risen. Risen 1? Uh yeah, risen one. Okay, and then and sacred citadel. Sacred citadel. Okay, citadel. Okay, game number three, one fourteen. One fourteen. Uh, serious Sam three. Serious BFE, whatever that means. Three. Big fun e- edition. F E. Okay, and then last is one eighteen. Wow, one one hundred teens. Uh, well, and a. Anodyne. Anodyne. Okay. Well, that's a good list. Recognize yeah. all those. I okay, so, Miguel, your choices for uh, your game are Poker Night at the Interim. What? Po- at the 
what is it? Poker night at the inventory? At the inventory, yeah. I couldn't read my writing. I just <laughs> literally wrote this a second ago. Uh, number two is Fear 2. Number three is a triple pack of Metro 2033, Risen, and Sacred Citadel. Number four is Sirius Sam 3 VFE. And then last one's Anodyne. So let us know which game you want. I think Idaho Jake said he wanted me to pick his game if he won, right? That he, Does he to have a past win where he needs to pick a game? We're the wrong people to ask. Corey has yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So if, if that's Corey the case, we will, cabin. we will take care of that next week. Um, Is that where he's at, a cabin? No. No, he had to go to Syracuse for something. Syracuse. Ah, so it's probably a cabin. He just doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> yeah, he knew. We had him pegged. Yeah. <laughs> You just didn't want yes. to be pegged again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next week's episode this is possibly Dynasty Warriors nine, but maybe not. Yeah, I could probably I run one. I don't know if there's anything else coming out. I know Bayonetta two is coming out on the Switch tomorrow, um, which I am not getting right away, but I will definitely get it at some point. If it wasn't four in February, and if I wasn't playing like Celeste, I would probably get it. Mm-hmm. I am also Jake, probably going to get Kingdom Come Deliverance, but I'm going to wait. Um, till like bugs have been kind of stamped out for it, so yeah. Also, Eric, it's worth mentioning to you because you and I talked about this. I ended up buying Eco. What'd you get it on? Uh, PC. Oh my it's... god! So we're gonna have to figure out how to link our things back up. Oh, I, I think I think Eco is only on Steam, so that's why I got it on it. So okay, mm-hmm. did you play it yet? I have not. I am looking for the right time to play that. All right. But I'm very fascinated with that game. Yeah, it's an awesome idea. When you guys were talking about it, I looked it up, and it it seems really cool. Yeah, watching gameplay, I was like, I really feel like I could get into this game. Yeah. I mean, do you want to touch on it briefly before we go? Yeah, I can talk about it. So basically this game, uh, it's what a good graphic version of Minecraft would look like. And the object of it is you are in this game world. You can play solo, but the point of the game is to play with people uh, in these servers that people run. And the object is is you build up your own community within the game. So like the wood that you chop down, like you can use that wood that you get to build houses and whatnot. But if you don't replant like those trees, uh, eventually the oxygen of your world will go away and eventually your planet will become arid and eventually like blow up on itself. Uh, like if you take too much water or you pollute the water, like that'll like ruin your planet and so on and so forth. Um, you can like run your own elections and whatnot. And like that, like mayor can run its own laws that the players have to abide by. Uh, and cool things happen within the game, like there will be like a meteorite about to hit the planet, and you have a certain amount of days for like your server to like get it together to basically shoot it out of the sky so you can continue like living normally. So like it's it's stuff like that, and it's like it looks like a really interesting game. And I actually saw it on Twitch, which is how I found it, and it seems like it's going to be an awesome game if everything that they say that you can do like ends up panning out all right, which is the the crux to the whole thing yep yeah no i was that i thought that was an awesome idea for a game yeah it's not it's it's a a living breathing world that you can affect negatively if you're you know if you rape the natural world as they as they say 
and it's not often that like I see a game and I'm like so like taken like surprised by how cool it looks and everything like that that I just go out and buy it. And this is one of those games that I was actually like shocked by that like how cool it looked, and I was like I I really want this game. Yeah. So I had some extra money and got it. Aren't resources like uh, like ores and stuff finite too? Like you can't replenish those once you mine them out of the ground. Yep. Stuff like, it's all that it's all that like real world like. How that stuff would work like on actual planet Earth, you know? It's like that's yeah. how it is in that game. Nice. So, yeah, no, it's a game that I'm really interested in. If any fans for whatever like have it or play it or want to buy it, um, we should get a server going or join an already populated server because I doubt we would have enough people. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's everything, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. That'll do it for episode 343 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Merrick. Well. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four, five.